Welcome to Beggar's Bread, a podcast where we invite Christians and truth seekers to engage with thoughtful sources in an age of disinformation. Our name is inspired from a quote by D.T. Niles, evangelism is just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. Each week, we recommend a source for you, either a sermon, podcast, or video. This week, we bring you Merchants of Outrage. And with that, this is Luke in Wisconsin, and our co-host in North Carolina, Nick. How's it going, Hello. Nick? It's going well. That's good. Um, you, Nothing too crazy over here. No? Did you, did you eat anything good today for, for lunch? Uh, well, I had the pasta, so I got that. Oh, pasta. And I had some little bagel bites, so oh, that's can't nice. complain yet. Excellent. I actually was going to be fasting following your interview with, uh, what was it, Karen Charles? And Charles and Karen? Yeah. Yeah. For the last, was it the last episode? I don't remember the order. We, yeah. We do yeah, yeah. Last episode. Order. It was last episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to do that today, and then I got hungry. <laughs> I did not. I see. I did not fast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, just starting with that one meal a day. But, yeah. It's challenging, yeah. The pasta. But, um, the pasta. I did have pasta. My pasta did not tell me to eat pasta. I see. Well, thank you for uh, filling our, our listeners in because that is the dying questions. Of all the emails that we've gotten, we've got many. They are all asking what Nick eats for lunch. Anyway, that's not true. I was about true. to say, I was like, that sounds like fake news. It sounds like <laughs> a conspiracy. Wouldn't you say that, Nick? Uh, a conspiracy? Do you see what I did there? Well, I did. I did. This week, it was subtle and so uh, to our attention. But right, I actually, we'll I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even plan that. I feel impressed right now with myself. <gasps> Ooh, That's, that, that feels good. That we totally have. <laughs> well, this week we're recommending a podcast called Rabbit Hole, and specifically we were recommending episode one, Wonderland. And if you go to that podcast, there will be another episode in front of it that says "Start Here" in all caps. We are not recommending that podcast episode, but you can listen to it anyway. It's We're just recommending episode one because otherwise you'll listen for like five minutes with your little intro and you'll be like, I don't feel, I don't feel full. I want more conspiracy theory stuff. And then, then you listen to episode one. Anyway, I'm going to give you the co-listeners, um, just review slash trailer. And this is one of my good friends. He said that he wants me to use his full name. So I will. His name is Juan Jose Sanchez Escobar from Illinois, and he says, This podcast does a good job showing you how YouTube can really sway our opinions of things without us even knowing. It also raises the problem of how addictive YouTube can be, and in turn, causing our beliefs to become more extreme. So, thank you for that, Juan. And as you may have gathered from Juan's quote there, basically, it's talking about YouTube in the first episode, and it talks about some other things as well and some conspiracy theories which are always interesting i think um for this portion of the podcast you know we we call it merchants of outrage and i think it's it's very understandable if you believe these conspiracy theories to be very outraged at some of their claims uh like some very crazy things um that are they have been themes throughout history so these aren't actually entirely new themes but like stuff that is like democrats are worshiping satan or like eating babies and kind of crazy stuff uh at least if in my opinion would you say that's pretty crazy nick 
I mean, nothing is tamer than cannibalism and a child sex ring. Yeah. I'd say that's yeah. pretty all right. And yeah, and that's gonna um, get taken out of context so quickly. I swear. It it could. Yeah, probably don't use that as our quote sign sound bite. Uh, <laughs> I will not. Or if I do, I'll write facetious comment. <laughs> facetious comment. And Nick's referring to something called PizzaGate, which they'll cover in this podcast, and you may have already heard of, where a gentleman who had the strong conviction that there was a child sex ring being run in a pizza shop. Or a pizza place. Uh, I'm not sure how you say that. Pizza shop, pizza place. Pizzeria. Pizzeria in Washington, D.C. Drove up from North Carolina and um, he was arrested. Th- gratefully or thankfully, fortunately, that's the word. Like he, no one was injured or anything. But anyway, so there's a lot we can talk about with conspiracy theories. There's a lot we can talk about with YouTube or, or media, all these different things. But I thought it might be helpful instead of actually focusing on those things for now, although I, I think Nick and I probably will revisit those topics in the future and on different episodes, I wanted to talk about anger, not necessarily in reaction to conspiracy theories, um, or, I mean, sorry, in indulging in those conspiracy theories, thinking that they are correct and being outraged at these crazy things, which if I thought those things were true, I would be outraged as well. I, I don't think those are true, so I'm not outraged at that. I actually feel a lot of anger, though, at the people that are propagating those theories. Um, A lot of frustration with both the people who are manufacturing those theories or manufacturing these lies. But also, I find myself getting really upset at people who share those lies or share those theories. And I was talking about this with... um, actually with my counselor and I don't know some people are like oh my gosh I don't go to counseling how could you talk about going to counseling you are weak or whatever well they should listen to episode four next next week come back for that um (laughs) nice nice plugging our own episode plugging our own episode in the future as Nick says we'll see you in the future for that one until the future Uh, which is now so here we go the future is now um so I that just sounds like commercial, but no, I, yeah, I have no problem seeing a counselor. Obviously I have no problem telling you about it either. And I was talking about this with him kind of trying to dive down. I'm like, Oh man, I just am very angry. And I was like, and often if you have talked about emotions in the past with a counselor or just with people in general, they will tell you, you know, anger is like smoke to a fire. It is like your back hurting because you have bad shoes and the problem isn't your back. The problem is you need to fix your shoes, the soles of your shoes type thing. All that pain is generated from somewhere. And I think I feel angry because I actually feel, often I feel, I feel very powerless to change those people's minds. Um, and that's what I wanted to talk about for this episode today. Uh, just to encourage people, first of all, if you feel really angry, if you feel distraught if you feel sad um, because you see people around you that believe things that are bizarre that believe things that are not grounded in reality or do not have evidence for them I just want to let you know you are not alone um, that you're not crazy to be upset and you might be in a place where you might be like the only one that believes something that is not a conspiracy theory and just wanted to just speak that 
that encouragement that um, it's okay to be upset by that. It's totally reasonable. Um, as Christians, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know, one of the motivations of you know our podcast, again, trying to invite people to engage with thoughtful sources, is the idea that, yeah, we, we are concerned about what some people consume for their media. And so, although I may not ever be able to convince one person, maybe by making a podcast and doing our best to present these ideas, to present these resources, may be able to persuade people. Maybe not. Um, it's an action step as Christians. Um, if you're not a Christian, you know, no, no worries. We're glad you, you listen in. Uh, but we do believe in the power of prayer. We do believe that God hears us. So that's another action I can do when I feel powerless. But I, I wanted to ask you, Nick, just honestly, this is maybe not necessarily that abstract of a conversation, but just like, what, have you ever felt upset with people or just kind of like dumbfounded? Like, what do you, let me phrase it this way. What do you feel when someone espouses information that you believe is, is incorrect and not just incorrect, but like nonsense, um, conspiratorial? Well, I feel like as far as seeing it disseminated onto various social medias, that's not necessarily, I think the amount of information or disinformation that we've seen has kind of deadened my senses as far as like reacting in a way to social media per se um it's more so the conversations that i have had historically with friends um particularly i mean even just thinking about last year with regards to coronavirus right and conversation with them and even with various people i've come across at work and how they you know, after November 3rd, everything's going to go down and everything's going to be okay. And like that really hit me in a way that it's like, I can't even respond. Like, and so like when there are moments, I think, wow, that's just not <laughs> like basic facts or factual. It does hurt in a way. And I think for me, when I get angry or upset, it's like that emotional sense, like a sense of indignance that like, this is truth. And, and it might be like some pride too, obviously that like, this is truth and you're coming across it so far field or far right field that it's just hard for me to like, you know, center my emotions in a way that's not going to demean you. And I think like, I've grown in that way recently, especially because I've had to have those conversations a lot more. Um, but it definitely is challenging. It's hard. And it's something that, like you said earlier, having a podcast is a very useful tool because it allows for discussions in a way that's not going to be like heightened emotions. Like you're disseminating information that is true, that doesn't even necessarily require a response it's and one of my friends on social media actually she mentioned this um it's easier to invite somebody to partake in truth versus telling them how it is or air quote telling them how it is and i think yeah. that is kind of like a big portion of what this podcast is, is that it's and i think we have it in our bio too it's an invitation to engage with something that's going to challenge you and so i don't know if that actually answered your question Oh, but absolutely. That was on my brain. <laughs> well, and it's supposed to be kind of open-ended because I, and I, I think a lot of this is a vulnerable thing 
where, you know, we're not arbiters of truth. We're not claiming to be arbiters of truth. So whenever I say something else is conspiratorial, obviously I'm taking a position that's saying, I think you're, they're wrong. So it's not necessarily a conversation that's about, oh, are Nick or Luke, how do you guys feel when, you know, when someone says something you disagree with? Um, Because that that is a a great conversation to have, a a great um, thing to reflect on. But it's more of what do you do when when outlandish claims are being asserted without any evidence and there's this emotional reaction. So not even necessarily like how... I think it's great what you were saying. I totally agree with your friend saying to invite someone in instead of to basically say like, this is how it is. Um, strategically, I think that's wonderful. But even just like the first step, like just emotionally, it's a lot. And just to kind of um, flesh out what Nick was talking about when he said like, oh, after November 3rd, it'll all be gone. I'm sure many of you are already aware of that phrase or that that stance. But basically the, the idea is the Democrats are making this virus into a bigger deal than what it actually is um, to try and you know get Trump out of office. But then as soon as election day is over, no one will care about the virus anymore because it's it's fabricated or exaggerated in a way that's unrealistic. And obviously, if you are of the opinion that the virus is claiming many, many lives, um, that can be very frustrating. Um, or many, many lives more than what your interlocutor, the person that's asserting the other opinion, would say. And I'm not saying that's not even a complicated topic because I do think it is a complicated topic. Um, but just the, the, the sort of emotions it evokes. And I'll, I'll just be really, really honest. Um, a large part of why I like this format for being able to invite people in, and it's not flawless. There's, there's definitely downsides to a podcast. Um, but is being able to really reflect on what I'm going to say before I say them, I think sometimes when I'm in those conversations and I don't know, maybe you're like, I don't have these conversations with people that regularly, you guys are crazy. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe Nick and I are these conversations more. Um, it's a but, dangerous game. A dangerous game. But no, truly, like it is, it is dangerous if we don't know what to do with that anger. And I, I have failed at times where I have, I've had outbursts at people and, and I had, I had a really close friend of mine who was kind enough to confront me and courageous enough to say, Hey, I don't really feel like I can share what I think because of how you responded. And in that instance, uh, it wasn't so much about even conspiracy theory, but it's just in a similar vein of, of anger. And again, it, it may not be anger. It might be sadness or other emotions. Um, but yeah, I don't, this may be a random question. This is just very, just emotions like, but what do you, what do you do, Nick, when you feel very angry? Are there ways that you strategically are like, oh, I'm going to try not to act out in this anger. And I'm, just, I'm just asking emotions 101. Just <laughs> tell us your strategies, Nick. Yeah, well, I would say like, as far as my personality goes, I don't tend to get angry at people. I can count like, probably on my hand the last time i like you know the last couple of times it's happened within like you know two years or so um and that's just like on a you know relational level not even necessarily in response to what we're talking about today so i think like as a baseline like i don't tend to get 
upset, but when I do get mad, it's going to be something related to something that I like, say, for example, like immigration reform or something like that. Something that somebody's like said something that I strongly oppose or that I think does not promote human flourishing. And then I have a tendency with that to get more emotionally engaged with that or invested in it. And so it does present as a challenge for me to not engage with the negative emotions when it's something I'm very passionate about. Um, So I think as far as engaging with outlandish claims, for me, like, it's come with time. So I think a lot of times, the more you actually have the opportunity to engage with that, um, particularly with people that you've known for a long time, it helps that you've known them for a long time and you know who they are and you have a strong relationship with them to begin with. Um, So for me, like, that's, honestly, that's helped because, like, I do genuinely love the people I'm having these conversations with. Therefore, like, I do get frustrated with them. And so sometimes there are moments where you do need to disengage and kind of, I don't know, necessarily shut down the conversation, but at least, like, take a break for a second (laughs) to really, you know, allow for that that moment to pass so you can re-engage at a different time or like you said earlier reflect on kind of how to proceed forward yes that i love that and i think that's that's so key the idea that there's a foundation where you where you actually love that person um it might be it might be a good just reminder that if you don't know someone super well you know maybe it's more about listening than forwarding your political ideology more about just getting to know that person that's just a human observation though that's not even i don't even know that that's anything that profound but (laughs) but i mean i think people can tend to forget that particularly as we've seen on social media i mean don't look at any of our you know comment threads don't look at my comment threads on anything i post that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) well i don't that's one of the things i don't do is i don't respond to comments (laughs) hey that's that's fair and I think just to kind of wrap, just to be very uh, honest and transparent here, a lot of the purpose of talking about fasting last episode and talking about prayer, we, we're going to try and talk about prayer each each season, is the idea that it's obviously these things get more stirred up as elections are around, very understandable. And the idea of let, let's pray now. Let's We don't need to wait until 2022 or 2024 to pray to be in preparation both for personally emotionally and also for the the betterment of our of our community um anything were there any other closing thoughts nick or otherwise i think uh we can we can wrap this this up no i think that was it and i think that last part was really key in that as this well actually people have already heard episode two hopefully by now it'd be weird if they skipped it but if they did you know they should go back um and that I think Charles talks about at the beginning of that episode how fasting provides that openness to listening, right? And so we've talked about listening um, to people, but also fasting as a means of listening and being like able to kind of center oneself and to remove distractions so as to allow for God to speak in that moment. <laughs>
absolutely. Well, thank you for, for those closing thoughts. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for Merchants of Outrage. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. We'll be talking about the atrophy of empathy. See you next week.